Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. My name is Helen. I'm Janet. I'm Mel. I'm Chris. I'm Philip. And I'm David. On today's episode, we have a full table in the house. And on our Father's Day coming up on Sunday, the 19th, we wanted to bring three dads onto the podcast to give us the lowdown on what it's like to be a new, relatively new, dad. We have David Choi, who is a serial entrepreneur, a musician, a YouTuber, and lately, someone who is really into NFTs. Can we please not talk about NFTs once? <laughs> I don't want to hear take that one. I don't want to hear you and me. anything. About it. And we got Chris Kim, who started as a corporate lawyer at Skadden doing M&A and banging, is now practicing entertainment law, advising TV film producers, directors, writers, actors, and studios. Ooh. And lastly, we got my husband, Philip Wang, as you all know by now, brand new father and New York Times bestseller of Rise, a pop history of Asian America from the 90s to now. He is also the co-owner of Bopomofu Cafe and co-founder of Wang Fu Productions. Welcome to the podcast, you guys. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. David, I would love to try one of your cereals that you've entrepreneured. Cereal. Cereal? No, he says cereal entrepreneur. How did you know I was making cereal? Oh my God, the dad jokes have begun. Okay. I can bust them out. All right. So just to set the tone for today's episode, this is a safe space. So please, no judgments out there to anyone tuning into this podcast. I want to get real about what it's like on the other side, what it's like to be a dad. I think so often we see social media uplift and praise moms, which rightly so, because moms handle a lot. But I can't help but feel that dads are sometimes in the shadows, despite how much they take on every single day. So to begin, why don't you give us a quick background of how many kids you have, their age, your age, and what is your daddy superpower? What do you think you are really good at as a dad? So um, I'm David. Uh, My age, I'm 36. Uh, my daughter, Bijou, is 13 months now. Um, I would say that my superpower is uh, making her laugh. Aww. Something I really enjoy doing. Very cute. cute. How about you, Chris? I'm Chris. Uh, I'm 34. Uh, I have one daughter. 
and she is 19 turning 20 months old. And my daddy superpower, uh, I know how to create fun out of literally anything. Like, <laughs> literally anything. I mean, I know kids can already do that on their own, but I still have my childlike imagination intact. Mm. And so I can create, you know, whip up stories, just manufacture whatever it is to, you know, make literally anything come alive. And, you know, it cracks her up. Uh, and it's the best thing. I'm trying to think Aww. of a, like a random object to test Chris with. Give him a straw or something. All right, oh, straw, straw, that, straws are easy. Straws are easy. <laughs> uh, you got to give me uh, way worse than that, you know, like a Costco receipt or something. <laughs> yeah. Man, your guys' your guys' superpowers are all like I don't know. I don't know what my I feel like I don't have any superpower. You're the no, newest you're, dad. So yeah, you you're the new. Yet. It'll come. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, I'm Philip. I'm 37. Our son um, is five and a half months right now. Um, and my superpower is I, I feel like it's less related to him, but also but more like I think to you, like just. I feel like I'm like the your best uh, like sidekick coach. Like I'll be there to clean, pick up things for you, and or just fill in all the gaps that that you need like help with. I'm your I'm your Robin. That's mm. my so yeah, superhero. Yeah, I'm your I'm your Robin. Oh, that is. I will say that that is very accurate. We've got two girl dads and one boy dad in the room. Oh right. Oof. And if- I, I feel like there aren't that many boys like among like our friend groups and stuff. Like you know what? Even not within this this friend group, yeah. but. Other friend groups of yours, yeah, yeah. There seems to be more um, girls, girls. Actually, oh, it's yeah. really yeah. strange. You, yeah, actually, at, I don't know why. Um, your daughter's first birthday, that whole table, the, the little kitty table, was all girls. It's all girls. All yeah. girls. Oh, mm-hmm. and you feel the same too, Chris? Like all yeah. your? I mean, I think it's friends. a great thing, by the way. I love having a girl, um, and and it's so cute when she's with other girls. Um, in my neighborhood where I live, uh, there's like this literal super baby club that's forming right now. And because everyone in my sort of vicinity, you know, three block radius or whatever, all the nannies like run into each other. And so they, they've kind of formed this, this club Mm. where they all get together. And for Molly, it's all girls. It, it's mm. all girls. It's Dang. like six, seven girls, and it's crazy. They all they're super cute together. Oh. Uh, the one boy that we recently met, of course, uh, you know, is now her boyfriend, and, and oh he my god, comes over I'm every sorry. day. I'm sorry, Molly has a boyfriend already. She already has a boyfriend. Wow. How do you feel? Whoa, I yeah. didn't know how to feel about that. I I, I really uh, I was gonna have some beef with this guy. Like I'd never met him, and then one day I work <laughs> from home. And my wife told me, Jacqueline told me that that he was coming over. Sorry, I'm I'm still trying to grasp what this concept of a two year old with a boyfriend even means. <laughs> it's exactly what you. Th- I mean, it's just two little kids, and he's older, by the way. And oh, so he can. He should know better. Do things and show her things that like she can't. So she can't quite jump yet. And we have a little baby trampoline in the backyard, and so he's jumping on it, and she's just observing him, like like with googly eyes Aww, <laughs> does he teach her how to jump yeah then? yeah and i was really gonna start something with this kid i was like come on crazy you can't start something with a two-year-old but when i met him he just had the cutest face Aww. and he wanted to hold my hand Aww. and he wanted to show me everything that he was doing and what a show off he won me over he won Dang. me over my so heart melted Wow. You approve. I approve. I approve. It's interesting. We have a spread of girl dads and a boy dad, and we have 
you know, someone who's almost two also starting to date, apparently. <laughs> and then they grow up so fast. Yeah, and one that's like a newborn, five and a half months. Yeah. So oftentimes they say that most men are not ready to become a father until they hold their own baby. But for others, that feeling might not come until a much later point or even earlier before the baby arrived. Maybe it just happens at any time. For you, at what moment did you feel like you became a dad? I'm still struggling with what it even means to be a dad right now. Um, obviously, like, I know my responsibilities. I know that I care a lot about this little human, but I'm still, every time I'm holding, I'm, I'm still shocked like that we have a baby. And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm in this role. I'm, I have this gift this is really cool. This is really tough. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah, it still hasn't really settled in on what, what does that even mean? I, I feel like a dad. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. And I, I think that's, I just, I just know that I have this huge responsibility um, and this huge gift and just wanting to make the most of it. And that's all I, I don't know, mm. can feel right now. I think I'm in a similar boat. Yeah. Like I, I don't think I ever, even, even when the baby was born and I was holding the baby, I didn't feel like it was my child and I didn't feel like a dad. Mm. Uh, I think for me, um, like being a dad is, is kind of like the journey Mm -hmm. of seeing your little one grow up and being a part of their story and seeing how, you know, how they develop as a person. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I'll ever feel like, you know, I mean, yes, of course I'm, I'm Bijou's dad, but I, I don't know if I'll ever feel like an accomplished dad until, I don't even know. I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe like during her milestones, like when she graduates, that's when I'll be like, oh. Or maybe when wow. you feel like you contributed to something that they did, maybe that's when you get that feeling more like, oh, I yeah. I actually affected something in, in you. Right now, I, I just feel like I'm just trying to take care of you. So yes, I guess I'm affecting your life, but like mm-hmm. I'm just keeping you alive right now and mm-hmm. trying to make sure you're developing correctly. But yeah, I, I definitely don't have that interaction with you yet where I can connect that we are, you are my son. I'm your, like your your father, you know, that's not really there right now, but I think that's okay. You know, like, I think I feel a little more like a dad, like maybe since like maybe a, a a month ago when she started Mm. actually saying, Appa, right. Mm. Which means dad in Korean. Yeah. When she acknowledges me as, but it's, it's more of like a, like a name for me. It's, it's like, it's not the way I feel right now. Mm -hmm. So, I I mean, you're more further along so maybe you feel a little different about it i don't know a little bit but i i'm in the same boat largely because i think what both you guys are describing to me it i also experience and i think it's the experience of bewilderment just not it's it's mind-blowing honestly it's crazy to think that you are a dad and i sometimes still feel it's weird to think about and say out loud largely because i mean we're all you know mid upper 30s for literally for most of our lives, you know, 30 plus years, that's not an identity that we've known, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so it's so crazy to dawn on that, you know, identity and carry that responsibility. And so we're all, it's still crazy now. Like, yeah. I'm, I've been a dad for, you know, almost two years. It's still crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I still feel uh, probably slightly delusional, but I think I'm still like a youthful young guy. Like I still like to do things that I did when I was single. I still, you know, I I go out, you know, I still do my Vegas trips. And so reconciling that those aspects of mm-hmm. my former, you know, or, or present identity with what we conceive like in our heads, like what does it mean to be a dad? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to reconcile. You know, I think because maybe by the time we were like personally, when we were 
able to understand what our dad was. They were much further along. Mm -hmm. And so we never got to see them as a dad that was still, yeah, doing their own thing and living their own life. So we don't know what this what this identity is of this, like in the Venn diagram, like this crossfade of, yeah. of that. Like exactly. someday we will definitely turn into the the dad, dad that, yeah. that we are familiar with because right. we saw it ourselves, but we're not there yet. Exactly. And I think that's what I maybe perhaps a lot of fathers do struggle with is that they're not, they, they don't feel like ready to give up that old identity yet, yeah. or they feel maybe feel guilty that they still want that identity, mm. um, or they feel lost and that they, they don't want that identity, but they don't have this, they don't know what a, it means to be a father yet either. So it is like this very weird limbo, I think, um, for fathers, because I, and again, like, I'm, I'm only assuming, but like from a mother, like, yeah, you have this a little bit more deeper connection. You've already had nine months with them in a, in a mm. different way. Um, nursing in some sense, like, I, I, I feel like there's definitely a disconnect for, for fathers where we are, yeah, we are just kind of witnessing and we're just there to support mm-hmm. what the mothers are physically and right. like literally giving them like nourishment. Right. And right, we're just, right. we're just kind of, so it's a little bit of a, who, yeah. What, who, what, what, what do I play in this equation right yeah, now other yeah, than yeah. wash your stuff and, you know, give you foot massages and yeah. Like I am kind of curious. Foot massages? <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> I, I'm curious. I know this is about dads here, but I, I, I'm, I'm really curious, Helen, like, do you feel like a mom mm-hmm. or do you kind of do you relate to what we're yeah no through? completely i think chris you like nailed it too where it's like for most of your life you're not a mom or a dad and then all of a sudden like something happens overnight at a very specific time and your baby is born and all In of a sudden instant. you take on this yeah. new identity and it's like okay how am i supposed to go from zero to like a hundred yeah. and then everyone expects you to also like be and fulfill that identity mm-hmm. right away and it's like okay wait i'm not there yet i don't really know what it it, it entails i'm not prepared yet I think for me, I'm still, I still look in the mirror sometimes. I'm like, you're a mom? Like, I will literally say that to myself while holding my baby. I'm like, I am a mom. This is so strange. But I think the moment where I did feel the first inkling of like, okay, I really am a mom um, was when we gave him his first bottle. And do you remember that? It was the first time it was just like, as a mom, for me, he was in my womb. He was with with me, relying on me 100% for nine months. And then once he's out... I'm nourishing him, giving him all of his sustenance. And I think the moment you start to like give him a bottle or have someone else take care of him, you start to remove him a little bit from your life. And I think that part like made me really sad to think that he was no longer going to start relying on me and start like being a little bit more, I mean, he's still a baby, but like independent. Yeah. I think that's the moment I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm losing him already. And I, that's when I felt like more of a yeah. mom. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you if you guys feel the same way. For me, in terms of discrete moments, um, I think the first time, similar to what you're saying about the first bottle, for me it was that first ride home from the mm. hospital. That was a crazy feeling, mm. right? Because you you've got literally a newborn strapped into the back seat, yeah. and and there's no that 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 temporary two three day safety net of. You know, having nurses yeah. and you know all the, the support staff around you all gone. Yeah. It's just you guys now. Mm-hmm. That moment to me, yeah. I have never driven so carefully in my life. <laughs> you know, like like twenty miles per hour below the limit. Like, yeah. I mean, that was like for me a true eye opening experience. Uh, and then the second discrete moment, similar to what you were saying about you know your daughter calling you Appa, for me was when she started copying what I do. Mm-hmm. Right. So like like I remember the first time like. I, I stuck my tongue out 
right and doing like mm. and and she would do like the same thing like it would mm. you know and she went and like and now she's at obviously at this age now where like literally anything i do like jump around or like you know play with uh, this toy a certain way she'll do exactly the same thing mm. so like as soon as there was that that emulation that mm. like all, that's when that's cool for me it was like okay Mm-hmm. Everything I do and say mm. matters, and oh. it, and it and it has a profound impact. Yeah, like that for me was like, yeah, I'm a dad. Like that mm. moment. Was... Yeah. The the car ride back for sure. Like st- coming out of the maternity ward, I felt like a, a new layer of, of the world had been, like had been lifted. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I com- we are leaving this place as completely different people mm-hmm. now. That was yeah for sure one of the the first moments that I felt different. Like oh, I have to like completely ch- change the way I live. For, for this this little guy. Yeah. It's really cool to hear you, you guys tell this story. I think for, like, you know, Janet, myself, like, as women and also as friends of Helen, we hear, like, what it's like for you to be a mom and also hear, like, the struggles I think women go through, like, to bear a child. But I also think that as fathers, you also go through, like, difficult moments mm-hmm. that we really don't really hear about because... You know, as female, we're kind of more focused on like, as a mother, what are we going to go through? You know, can I just to respond to that? I'm I'm glad you're saying that because it's it's something that I feel like as a as the father, you don't want to draw attention to that mainly because personally, I believe that yeah, the woman is going through so much, mm-hmm. so much more, and the metamorphosis that they go through psychologically, physically mm-hmm. is just so much more. And so I almost felt like guilty, like saying, well, what about me? Yeah. You know, what about my mental health? What about my stress? It felt very selfish. It felt very like, dude, like, why are you, why are you, why are you taking the shine away from mm-hmm. the woman, you know? And so there's this huge pressure to be this emotional rock mm. to say, hey, I'll just take it all um, because you, you are the priority here. And if I try to take any of that away from you, oh, you're, you're doing something wrong or you're, or you're like offending or hurting the mother. Um, so, but yeah, like, but I think that the fact that we don't talk about those things, it does create this black box of, oh yeah, what does it mean to be a dad? Mm-hmm. Um, and are, are, are our problems actually legitimate, mm-hmm. you know, like in comparison to what the women go through, right? But it does need to be talked about. And if it's not, that's actually what I think leads to like a lot of dads not being ready, mm-hmm. um, not knowing what they're getting into, Right. And so I think that's, it's, yeah, I think it's yeah. important to talk about. No, that's a valid point. So, you know, with that said, like for you guys, what is, what do you think is the most difficult thing about being a dad? You oh, guys can be, yeah. you know, yeah. honest. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I know it's kind of, yeah. there's a hesitancy because there's might be a lot of shame involved and like not people, not a lot of people talk about it, but I'm generally curious too, because this is something as someone who wants to be a mother, I also want to understand what my partner will be going through. Mm-hmm. And, and just to jump in real quick, like to what Phil was saying, we had conversations while I was pregnant about him feeling the ways what he mm-hmm. just described. And I think a lot of fathers tend to maybe suppress that because they don't want to add on to the stress of what your pregnant wife. Or yeah, your it's wife like you don't want to tell through. your wife who's going through pregnancy, like, hey, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really tired. Stressed. I'm really stressed. Rub my feet. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that. But yeah. I will say that no. I think it was important, though, that you communicated that to me so I knew how you felt. Because if I can read it in your face and I don't know what you're going through, that's going to add more stress into sure. onto my plate. Yeah. So it's good that you let it out and yeah. expressed it. And I could, you know, do something about it or not. But at least, at yeah. least I knew you what could you t- were I going mean, through. Yeah, you, you took it, like, yeah, I think we communicated and, and got through that relatively well or, or going to. I'll, I'll, I'll start off with the answer of just, like, what is mm-hmm. the hardest part? Like, because I think we've we've talked about this, too, pretty openly with each other. But... I think the hardest thing is actually similar to what what Chris was saying, this 
I don't want to say it's like a goodbye to like a previous life, like as if like you can't be who you were at all, but you you can't be really who you were no, at no, all no, ever no, again. Um, your your time, your priorities, everything is, is shifted. And I think for someone who is as active, you know, in business and work and and friendships and relationships as me, like it definitely felt very strange, odd to kind of almost have that come to a complete halt. That there's this huge like pause or um shift in your in the pace of your life in the way you live your lifestyle um it's something that i feel like only parents can understand the fact that like you know i i I crave four hours of sleep like that's that like that's that's crazy like if if i told that to someone that didn't have a kid right Mm -hmm. um so i think that there's definitely the feeling of you're missing out there's there's fomo that's involved there's worry that you're getting behind what other your other friends are doing and i think that's something that maybe yeah, as as the 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 guy or the the father maybe i don't know if i i know you've said that you feel that too definitely mm-hmm. as as a mother but that's something that i think is is there i also will say this too and i've heard, heard this from other other men also before the kid is is around you are your wife's number one person <laughs> You're you're like their their Good world. Answer. Oh shoot! Okay. <laughs> no 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 go no. go go no, go yeah. no go. They'll just give me all the answers right. Now. <laughs> but then, as soon as the kid comes, that kid is your wife's number one person by a long yeah <laughs> yeah very long. It's a distant second. Yeah. yeah, and so you have fathers that, like, even as as much as they love their kid, there are there is feelings of like, hey, what about me? Mm. Uh, on a, on extreme resentment. There's feeling of, of being left behind. There's feelings of like, oh, like I'm I'm missing some emotional intimacy, amorous, whatever. There's there's a little bit of everything, right? And I think that's something that a lot of guys aren't aren't ready for. Mm. Chris, could you elaborate on your? So for you, one of the hardest things is that that difference in priority between your you and your daughter in in your wife size. Yeah. So okay. Well, there's two different types of challenges. I think one is just parenthood generally. And right. And, and you've you've drawn that distinction uh, because, you know, of course, just as a parent. Right. It's not it's not unique to being a dad. I mean, you're just giving up a huge part of your life where, you know, um, do you remember like that Venn diagram or like what people used to say about, you know, oh, you only have enough time for, you know, your career, physical, you know, well-being, like sleep and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And then like social, you know, family or like friends or whatever. When the baby comes, like everything else like you just lose a huge part of everything else. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just balancing all your different responsibilities. And that's just a huge struggle. Um, and, and it's hard, especially if you, you know, want to do things with your friends like you used to, you know, mm-hmm. get together with the boys and, you know, whatever, especially when all your guys are, you know, either single and or don't have kids. <laughs> um, so that's that's especially challenging. I think the social aspect is a little bit harder as guys uh, mm-hmm. than like for Women, I feel like, you know, for, for Jacqueline, at least, you know, she's fine doing certain activities or, you know, doing things that she can still do, like, as a mom. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like with a baby or, like, as as a mom. Mm-mm. Whereas guys, guys' activities oftentimes includes, you know, it's just doing things that aren't as g-rated you know like aren't as you know i don't i'm and I'm not saying like <laughs> oh, we're doing crazy things yeah. but like you know boys night out it's like you know you can't take you're not taking a baby to you know the bar or like you know the club you know i will say that there are many women that still want to <laughs> sure. go to clubs. yeah 
but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it's just my friends. Um, yeah, but <laughs> you, you know, just stuff like that. Um, it, that part's been mm. a little bit of a challenge. And then to piggyback off of what Phil was saying and what you're asking, um, yeah, I think it's really challenging to sort of I don't know if sec- second fiddle is like the right word, but like you you really fi- sort of fade into the background a little bit, mm. and it really depends also what kind of partner or wife you have. Yes, yeah. yes. Because, you know, for Jacqueline, our baby, you know, Molly is her, wor- like her moon and stars, her universe. Mm. And so almost nothing compares to, to you know, raising her. I just feel like in terms of, you know, intimacy and just like t- our time, you know, just having uh, dates, mm-hmm. you know, going out, doing stuff on our own. I feel like a, a big part of that has been lost, so to speak. Um, where, you know, it's, it's been a challenge to kind of preserve that mm-hmm. aspect of our relationship. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that's really difficult is, um, I don't know if this is um, the same for you guys, but, um, and it might sound kind of old fashioned or like anachronistic, but there's this expectation sort of, at least in our house or like cultural background or values, whatever you want to call it, uh, where I have that responsibility of sort of, you know, being the man of the house type of, you know, mm-hmm. like leading the family type mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. And so like establishing what are our family values and like, you know, stuff like that. Mm. Um, and that, I don't know if, you know, I'm ready. Like it's it's hard. It's mm-hmm. a challenge mm-hmm. to do that. It's a lot of pressure. A lot of responsibility, yeah. You know, there, it, like sometimes I'm like, dude, I'm, I think I'm still too immature to like, you know, do <laughs> stuff like that, you know, like, like whether it's coming up with traditions or like, mm-hmm. like our things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like that, kind of falls on on me as as the dad you know and so like setting just being a good example i mean whatever whatever you can picture or imagine you know being a leader mm-hmm. what that looks like in the context of a family right mm-hmm. like i've done it in school at work you know just right i mean i've had these type of leader leadership positions but dad is new mm-hmm. and so different mm-hmm. it, it, it's really a different type of leadership mm-hmm. and you have to do it compassionately you know you have to it, it's it's really a different animal mm-hmm. um and so i think that's the most difficult thing for me a lot of difficult things <laughs> um, <laughs> these dads are just letting yeah, it out no, you know? I, no, I can re- well nothing question. as difficult as breastfeeding yeah and- yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the moms still have it the worst yeah, 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 that's yeah. right no, I, I i relate <laughs> hardest to, I should say. yeah and i relate to both these guys um exactly what they're saying for me as, as i was kind of reflecting on um, the difficulties of being a dad. I think for us, uh, me and Victoria, um, we don't really have much help from either of our parents. Mm-hmm. And I think that's incredibly difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Victoria, she just quit her job actually last yeah. week because she was having a hard time balancing work and being a mom, uh, without any help, you know, like back in the day, um, you know, neighbors used to help you raise your child yeah. and, and now it's just it's, it's it's very different that's i think that's where the whole saying comes from you know like it takes a village to raise a child um and i i believe it um but in our case it, that's that was really difficult i think we were fortunate in the sense that we were both able to work from home mm-hmm. and so that was that was a good thing for us uh, we were able to see our child and um you know uh, just be around for her and and that's something that i i really want to do as a as a dad um I, I want to watch my child grow up and I'm, I'm now making decisions that allow me to do that. Even if I have to sacrifice my, you know, my dreams and, and goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that 
it's always been important for me as a creative, right? Like I, I want to achieve my, my goals. I'm, I'm very ambitious. I want to do big things, but I do also realize, uh, just from research and, um, just observing other families and, and, and people in general, you know, in, in my lifetime, um, that it, it is extremely important to be there, uh, for your child, especially in those beginning stages. It's super, super important. Everything, you know, points to, to that, like that, those moments in the beginning. And so I'm, I'm trying to make those, you know, decisions. And, and I think that's tough for me as someone who's, like I said, who, who loves mm. to work and do all those things. Um, in in terms of my relationship with my wife, um, I think we work really well together as, as partners. Um, but at the same time, you know, you were mentioning like the date nights and things like that. Um, when, when you don't have help, it's really hard to, to even go on a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we try to find little moments just throughout the day or, um, you know, on the weekends, like we, we make it a thing to go out and meet friends and also just like have family time, even though basically every day is family time. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that whole response, the, the responsibility of, of a dad, you know, being the head of the household um, for me that I, I, I take that extremely seriously. And even though I'm not prepared for that, right, I didn't, it's not like I took a class on how to do that. Mm-hmm. I do try to actively also like when I have spare time, just read about, you know, what should I do and how, how does a child develop, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm, I'm, I'm also very, I'm like a very curious person, but I, I also want to do what's, what's best for her. There's so much like resources out on the internet about how to be a parent. Um, and so I, I do try to take advantage of that when I can. But yeah, it's, I think it's really hard. Uh, just like, you know, like another thing that was difficult for me was I was running a startup mm-hmm. at, at the time. I mean, still kind of am, but just balancing that and a child, it's almost, it's like two startups mm-hmm. that I'm working on. <laughs> and when you're running on running a startup, you don't always know what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's the, the thing, same thing with, with having a child. You don't really know what you're doing. You can read all you want, but until you actually experience it, you know, that's where you really learn mm-hmm. and you grow. I think this is much of a learning experience for me as it is for my child. Mm. We're just kind of growing together. So through whatever difficult, like startups, you're, you're, there's always obstacles that, that come along, right? Same thing with raising a child. You're always going to run into obstacles. That That's the thing that never goes away. And so it's more about like, how do you deal with it? Right. You know? So yeah. anyways, um, I think those are some of my, my difficulties. I feel exactly the same way you, you do about not knowing what we're doing. Part of that, I don't know if this is a fair characterization for you. <laughs> Uh, and maybe it is for guys generally, um, certainly for me. I can say that in terms of knowing what you're doing, my wife definitely like knew what she was doing, right? And yeah. part of that is preparation, mm-hmm. research. I mean, she, so it's just, you know, it's different styles. Yeah. Not necessarily saying like, you know, mm-hmm. we're kind of, you know, not pulling our weight or like, you know, we're bad father, certainly not. But I think maybe as guys... You know, there's so many things where like we're not prepared for all these different types of scenarios, mm-hmm. you know, emergency scenarios or like, you know, what happens when, you know, the baby's, uh, you know, not breathing through her nose. Right. Or like, you know, all these situations where Jacqueline, for the most part, and, and really it's because of like just, you know, her personality, you know, having read books, watch videos, like just all the prep that you could possibly prep for. Um, and so she puts in definitely like time wise, mm-hmm. energy wise. A lot more into education in in parenthood. It's similar to my wife too. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah, you know, and, and yeah, 
I fear you. Helen I'm, Helen definitely does a lot more, and she gets on me like, "Why aren't you reading more? Yeah. Why aren't you watching yeah. more YouTube?" And I'm like, "I'm doing other things, but it's never going to be as much as they're doing." Yeah. Like I could definitely know more for sure, and and but it's not like, it's not like oh I don't want to, and it's it's weird to describe, right? It's certain. It's not because we don't care. Mm-hmm. I think it's because I don't know. You could call it like we have different, t- you know risk tolerance maybe or just like whatever whatever risk like no. yeah. okay I'm okay with, with my baby I'll figure it out <laughs> no that's kind of like I mean, we're There's joking but part of, that, of it is allowing like, them to make mistakes yeah. and stuff yeah. part of it is I will figure it out as it goes mm. and you know there's humans yeah. and babies are super resilient it's <laughs> they are it's, you know what it's like it's it's uh, on a different like comparison it's like not wanting to stop for directions versus mm. you know oh I, like i will they'll print out a whatever right or exactly. something i don't know but exactly. i think i feel like a little bit it's like mama bear too like there mm. there just is a different switch or blueprint in them of like yeah. how they view taking care of their child versus maybe the dads and mm. i don't think it's necessarily yeah like we're not like trying to remove ourselves it's not that we don't care um but at the same time i think maybe we are subconsciously just we are relying that they are doing it so the risk yeah. is not fully oh no i'll figure right. it out it's like we are kind of taking it for granted that they have done this yep. and it's our little insurance that, oh no, they know, mm. but they probably want that help from us too. Yeah. yeah. As a mom speaking on behalf of all moms, yes. <laughs> <laughs> help us out. <laughs> I, I think one thing to kind of like add um, is, is like to the difficulty of, of being a dad, I guess for, for you, Phil, um, cause I can relate. We're in the creative industry mm-hmm. and when you need, when you sometimes you need space in order to think and be creative. Yeah. You can't just like yeah. like clock in and be like, okay, right. I'm gonna be creative. Boom. It's out, yeah, right? Yeah. Sometimes you need time to do that. And so I, I think that could that's a little difficult for me when there's a baby running around in the mm-hmm. living room for me and yeah. I'm there's, just like, okay, how can there's, I there's there's no this? like yeah, there's no designated time to do any work anymore. And then yeah. um you can have a very unproductive day, like professionally or creatively, but because literally you're just watching your your baby make sure that they're not rolling off somewhere or doing something and um that yeah that's definitely a very difficult part where yeah you just have but i think that's any parent i think that's Mm -hmm. that's not just a a dad like it's just hard to have productive days Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Philip and David, you're both in the creative industry, and Chris, you worked in corporate in big law when you had your child. How do you think your lives have changed now that you have a young kid, and how has that affected your work? 
I'll, I'll start off by saying that I think it's really tough because I'm the first in all my businesses to have a kid. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of like setting a tone or setting an example of what should be allowed. And it's actually very, again, like no one can relate to me. When I'm saying like, I'm really busy or like I didn't get anything done today, I, I kind of feel like people don't fully understand what I mean by that. Like they, they might think, oh yeah, it's, sure, it's hard taking care of a kid, but you can still do this and that. You can still find time when they're napping, blah, blah, blah. And like, no, when, you're nap- when they're napping, you're doing all this other stuff like for when they wake up again, right? And so there's a little bit of guilt that like, oh man, I'm not probably doing as much as I could for the businesses, but then also like, oh, like you guys don't understand how, how much it is to do this, you know, on a, on a day-to-day basis. So I, I wish I had more, and not to say that they, they haven't been understanding, but I wish there was like more direct, like, oh, like we get it mm. kind of, you know, Phil. But the, the other thing too is that, yeah, being our own bosses or whatever, we don't have a set paternity leave. And I've been on this, I guess still technically like ongoing, like pseudo, just Phil has a kid. And like, we we understand if he's going to be slow to respond or, you know, disappear for a few hours. I definitely like wish that there was just like a set, like I don't have to be, working at all for like x amount of months um, but that's impossible in, in what we do um and i'll also add that just paternity and maternity leave is just not long enough in, in, in america like even if you yeah. did have that in your corporate Keywords setting in america right mm-hmm. right uh, yeah so how was it like when did, did you get to like have your uh, an official paternity leave so i actually didn't only because i had just changed jobs recently and you know it's like oh you have to you know it was a, like a policy it's like oh you have to be here for over a year to oh. have leave and so i actually had i took like three days uh just like right when literally when the baby was born and then when we came home i was just like back at work um but what it, yeah it, it that's impossible i, I literally see that as impossible how how were you not yeah so i you know one thing that we should mention is that you know we're we all sort of you know, had babies, raised our newborn infants in a very, you know, in, in just in a, in this time period, oh, a yeah. very unusual time, right? I mean, it was like during the pandemic, like I had mine literally at like the height of lockdowns and, and quarantine. And so, you know, working from home sort of indefinitely, like all the time, definitely changed, right? I mean, I think uh, this question would be answered very differently to just just four you know three four years ago if you know the world were kind of under normal circumstances um but you know working from home alleviated that a little Mm -hmm. bit because i was just around the baby all the time and so you know i would literally be working while feeding the baby and you know taking care of the baby i think two major things kind of immediately changed you know life uh just like working life one was, I mean, as you guys know, uh, just the lack of sleep, like as an, as the newborn waking up like every other hour. So, and I did sort of like the night shift stuff. And so in the beginning, at least for a little while, just totally cloudy, like your brain just literally doesn't work sometimes. <laughs> and, and it's a huge, yeah, it was a problem at work. I was like literally like making crazy mistakes, you know, mm-hmm. like probably like almost got fired. It was just like crazy. And I think the other thing was, as you mentioned, having to block off certain hours in the day. And, and you know, for the most part, I think people now, uh, we, we sort of like, we're in an era where I think people are understanding. More, that. yeah, more so. More and more understanding of that. Even in like corporate cultures, um, it's very understanding like, oh, you know, you have to do the baby routine every morning and at night, you know, bedtime, bath, all that stuff. 
Um, like I had to, I always do the, you know, bedtime story, the yeah. bath and, you know, putting her down. And so, yeah, for like two hours or whatever, from like six to eight or seven to nine, I'm out of pocket. Like I can't, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I don't work. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just having those like set times that, that, that are blocked out. Um, that's, I mean, that's a huge change having to like literally plan your day and the, your work around that mm-hmm. is yeah it's, it's a it's, it's a juggling act yeah. yeah yeah planning around the baby that's that's a real thing like because I, I i always made my own hours like for mm. as long as i've known right um and now you you, you literally have to create hours around your baby schedule and, and i think that was a, a big shake-up for me um losing sleep absolutely that's that's you know that's like the worst thing. Yeah. And I, and I, I'm someone who loves sleep and, and, and yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's like so it's extremely torturous, <laughs> extremely torturous for me. Um, I, I, I gotta say like when the, 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 nights that, you know, I would be up like trying to put him back down and in the middle of the night or whatever. And I'm, and I'm there, there were oftentimes where I would try to imagine like my other friends that were dads too. And I'm like, was really everyone doing this? Like no one talked about this. Like I just, and I just can't actually imagine everyone, some of my friends who are like, maybe like that just don't have this personality. Like I'm like, I'm a pretty responsible guy and I'm struggling to do yeah. this. How are my, are my other friends who love sleep? Is David really doing this right now? Is Timothy Delaghetto really also doing this right now? I just couldn't imagine it, but it's like, no, we were, yeah, everyone was doing it. It's really crazy for me to hear your stories. It's like, you know, as a friend, I see you, all you guys in kind of different like identities or lenses. So to hear you guys kind of talk through your difficulties and being vulnerable, is really refreshing mm-hmm. for me to hear. I do also want to hear more about like, what are the best things about being a dad? All negativity. Yeah. Wow, these guys really hate this, being dads. This, yeah. this episode is great contraception. No, I'll, I'll say, because we, we did ask you guys like, hey, what are some difficult things? Yeah, you set us up. You set I, us up. Guilty. I, I, I love being a dad. Yeah. I, I absolutely love it. I, I yeah. think it's like something that you, I, like I nev- I've never experienced anything like this in my mm-hmm. life. Um, nothing comes close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, as difficult as it is and, and all the annoying things that come with it, frustrating things, all the sacrifice that you have to make, um, definitely not as much as the mothers, uh, for sure. Um, but, you know, it, it it's just like this interesting journey that you go on where you can kind of, it, it when, when you look at your child, you, you kind of reflect on yourself too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, was I kind of like this? Or what, mm-hmm. what like, in her, what can I see, you know, within myself? Um, and, and that's like a really fun thing to experience that you can't get anywhere else. You can't get that from having a dog or a <laughs> pet or, you know, yeah. from your friends. Um, and and I think, uh, you know, when she, now she's, uh, my, my daughter is, um, she's walked, she just started walking a couple of weeks ago. Um, so she's walking all over the place, like grabbing things. She's really curious. And she, like, now when I come, to, you know, squat down, I'm like, give daddy a hug. She'll like, smile and like start like walking towards me um and then she'll actually give me a hug and she'll put her head on my shoulder and i'm like oh that's like the best feeling ever you know when she picks up new things like this is making me miss i want to get i want to go home right now (laughs) (laughs) when she when she like picks up new skills and you know she's learning at, at an incredible pace right now um right after she started walking and like it's really just fun it's it's fun and um you know i can't wait to see what kind of woman she's going to become you know? so what, what's I, the best age or what's the best month so far opinion, yeah. i think um 
it's all great. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> Good it's, it, every week Good it's answer. different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never the same. You prepare for a week and then the next week it's uh, your, your schedule completely changes because yeah. the baby's really different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, you just, like I said, like I'm trying to just enjoy this journey, this ride, like trying to mm-hmm. be in the moment. Yeah. I don't want to miss that moment. And, and that's, you know, for, for like an entrepreneur, that's really tough because mm-hmm. I know there's going to be days where I have to leave, you know, mm-hmm. and I have to like, um, I don't know, maybe someday I have to get a job where I have to go to an office, like, like all these things, right? Like, and, and I, I bring this up uh, for myself is because I, I always hear people saying, like, enjoy those moments. Mm. There's a reason why I've, I've heard that phrase like a hundred times, you know, being a new dad. Yeah. Um, I think it's because like these people who've gone through it, they're you looking back it. and they're like, oh, I kind of, I guess I missed it or I forgot it mm-hmm. or I just didn't have those experiences. And, and so I, I don't, I don't want to um, regret, mm-hmm. you know, anything. Um, cause I've had plenty of those moments in my life. So yeah. I feel like, I feel like as much as we're, we've been saying that the hard thing is quote unquote, giving up this past life or a previous identity. Also the greatest joy, the best part of being a dad is that you get all these new experiences that no, like no one, you could have never ex- thought of like the, these feelings and before. Right. And like the fact that we get to raise a kid, to have a kid, a healthy kid, um, is such a blessing and and as much as i you know still sometimes like yeah there's a little bit of fomo or there's a little bit of like oh is my career slowing down a little bit i'm always encouraged by other dads too that say hey there's a there's seasons in life like you you will get back on that road or or there's plenty of time to hang out with your boys or your friends like later on this is such a special unique time treasure it right and so to me i've been really focusing on on yeah treasuring those moments and saying like yeah this is this is something that i'm going to be missing and reminiscing about i get i'm living it right now what a how lucky i am that i get to be living in something that in a few years i'm going to be missing like so i'm just trying yeah. to like i'm trying to make my future self like satisfied right yeah. now you yeah. know it's like it's like yeah. if you look at the numbers too right yeah just their age by the time they're teenagers they don't want to hang out with you anymore yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right so you only really have like what 15 years with them yeah or so 15 16 years right where like you can i don't know like that that's how i look at it actually, yeah so you, I, <laughs> actually philip you brought up a point yesterday where you're like do you think my mom wants to still cuddle with me? <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds weird but like I, I we love cuddling him so much right and i'm just wondering i think she does probably right yeah right yeah. Yeah. no no seriously like yeah. I, I i maybe like father son like i'm like man like someday when he's older and i'm going to remember i'm going to think about oh when you were this little i, I got to like cuddle you or hug you very tightly and i wonder yeah. yeah, like emotional, like, but like, I wonder if like my dad thinks about that sometimes Absolutely. too, and like, and like, should I offer that? To him? Like, I mean, I think, I think at that age though, Yo, like, we should. gotta, yeah, <laughs> yeah, make a video out of it. Like, <laughs> we gotta put ourselves in our parents' shoes. Yeah, they're probably thinking, like, I want to, but, but re- it's kind of weird. weird. Like, yeah. like, this is weird. Like, yeah. Phil is a man <laughs> now. I mean, you know, remember when like uh, Tom Brady uh, kissed his dad oh, yeah, like on yeah. the lips, and you know, after he won the Super Bowl, yeah, and people yeah. were like, dude, that like freaked everyone out <laughs> yeah. like there's definitely a point where it's like okay yeah it, no, but, but i'm just saying it's sad yeah no of course because because as, as a just a, as a as your child you want to just grasp right. them right yeah. I, I, toxic uh what is it toxic masculinity, masculinity. Yeah. i think that plays a big part in this mm. the fact that we're like three dudes talking about this right now thanks to you guys right offering mm. of this space this doesn't happen when guy friends get together mm. guy parents mm. i don't think we really talk like this 
I would rather like honestly if we were to to get together, I, I'll I'll probably just be like yeah, I'm having well, a tough like yeah it's hard maybe to be we should dad. hang out more. I, well, I would definitely love to. <laughs> like, Let's grab a beer. Actually, you know? it's no, like, the main reason why I don't think it happens, and again, I don't have that many dad friends, but I think it's because some the majority of our friends are still don't have kids, and actually sometimes I feel when I'm talking about parenthood with people that don't have kids, I actually feel like they're like getting hella bored. Yeah, but 100%. even even yeah. dads that I, I I do hang out with. Oh, then you should totally talk to them. We yeah. do talk mm-hmm. about dad stuff, but it's not to this oh, deep yeah, yeah. level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 because it's like a guy thing. Like, well, it also it's me- not healthy, but it you know it, it is. That's kind of the way yeah. it is, right? It's now. probably because you don't. It's you know? showing weakness of any any exactly. form, right? Anything that's a yeah. struggle. No, man, you guys can you guys can be vulnerable with me anytime. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh my god, I feel alone a lot because like literally i think most like all of my closest guy friends and it, and you know i mean there's like you know it's not i'm talking about like like 12 guys they're all not no one has kids um and so it's it's very you know sometimes it feels alienating um and it's like oh who do you you know really talk to and and phil you're absolutely right when you talk about like baby stuff kid stuff to people who don't have kids i mean yeah, I mean, they just can't relate, and therefore it's a foreign language. Don't <laughs> care, honestly. Like they literally don't care. Yeah, because you didn't care when you didn't have kids. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. yeah. When people told me, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that's really hot, tough. Oh wow, oh my god. Yeah. You never understood. You don't understand. Yeah. 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 I, I don't blame. I don't blame them. I'm not yeah. mad at them. Yeah. Right. Expect no. Them it's to, it's yeah. just human, and yeah. and exactly. you know, it's I get it, but you know, it's it's tough. Uh, a lot of the times, oh, we're back on the negativity again. Um, I do want to say. If you follow Chris on Instagram, you know you you're in love with Molly. Like you, Molly's your world. So for you, as like I guess our most veteran dad on the amongst the trio, what is your favorite part or the best thing about being a dad? Oh man, I yeah, I mean like Phil and David already said, it's just everything about it is incredible. I mean it, it, the in- experience inside out, you know, start to where I am now, it's just been. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, I, I mean, I love her so much. She's literally like a dream come true for me because I always wanted a baby girl since mm-hmm. I was like really little. Um, I have like this, you know, weird dream, like, you know, starting from when I was a little boy, like just buying my future daughter, like a, like a pony or like a, like a horse, you know? So like, I don't know. I just want to do everything for her. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really the best part. I think having a kid has brought out the best parts of us because, you know, even when it comes to your partner, like, you know, your parents, family, like the people closest to you, to some extent, it's, you know, you can still be selfish. You know, there's still like a reciprocal type of relation, right? Um, where, you know, not everything you do is always altruistic. Mm. You know, there's a part of you where it's like, you know, it's a give, receive mm. type of, you know, thing, um, even with, you know, close friends. But like with, with my, you know, with Molly, it's just, it's, it's all selfless, right? It's like every, it, you, you don't expect anything. In, in return, it's just you profusely and recklessly just loving on her, right? And so just being able to do that um, has just been such a joy. I mean, there's really like something about that type of love um, that's just uh, really incredible. What's the best age? As as the veteran dad, I will say that it's uh, 15 to 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, that this really, like, it's recent for me. Um, this is where they're, like, really becoming, like, a human being, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, right now it's still, yeah. I don't know. It, like, it's when, an, earlier it's, it's an like. an organism, right? Yeah, now. it's, a, it's <laughs> like it's a, a cute <laughs> organism. <laughs> it's a cute, it's a, like a doll. Yeah, you know? it's a doll, yeah. A Pokemon. A Pokemon, <laughs> exactly. 
Um, and I think it's at this stage, you know, that, that 15, 16, 18 months where they're like, oh, my God, you're like formulating, you know, like phrases, you know, yeah, like like becoming. Crazy, she's actually. dating. Yeah. She's dating. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like really becoming a person and, and, and seeing that really uh, rapid. I mean, it's just so quick. Right. That that development is been is just such a joy and you know you know for I, I guess it's been a few months now but like when i come home from work and and open the door i i always pull out my camera because i love that reaction so much when i as soon as i open the door all i just hear is papa and like she she like you know turns and like she runs to me and gives me the biggest hug and like that is the that's like the highlight of my day every day um, you know, and, and the few times where like, you know, I, I go on trips or like, I, I'm not at home. Like I'm like, literally I cry sometimes cause when I don't get that, mm-hmm. um, because like, it's just like the best. Yeah. Um, and now nah, being on a yacht in Ibiza totally, <laughs> totally makes you forget about that. I'm sure you're like, what? Molly who? <laughs> Ibiza was an exception. But, you know, <laughs> most trips. <laughs> I gotta say that the, the way she, her face lights up when she, like you know knows who you are and 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 it's like now at the age where you can feel that love coming back to you Mm -hmm. where it's like oh i feel that you love me too i i get i feel like i i I get tastes of that right now when he's like even just when he like puts his arm and like kind of like grasp like like when i'm I'm holding him he's like like it's a weird like not really a hug but like he's just doing it i feel like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i get this like sensation like oh my god yeah like he's holding on to me you're always asking is he holding me (laughs) (laughs) oh man phil i i can already see you you guys hitting that stage where like sometimes uh, and she told molly totally does this already and, and it's like really short brief phases they're like cycles where it's all mama or all papa (laughs) and like and when it's mama when it's the mama season dude it's just like oh i'm like i'm so sad because like she like sometimes literally like out of nowhere for no reason it's just like you know she doesn't want you to put her down she doesn't want you to feed her she doesn't want you to like pick her up it's the craziest thing and i like oh i get like so mad i mean not her but like i'm just you know i'm like oh what do i do and like you know i start thinking like I go crazy. I'm like, oh, should I start bribing her with like, you know, candy? <laughs> <laughs> like, Did that yeah, you, you want her love. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. want. Did you that want... happen to you too? There was there like. There's, there's definitely, yeah. yeah, for sure. There's definitely moments. Um, you know, I, I think um, Bijou is definitely closer to mom mm. um, when it comes to a lot of different things. But um, you know, I try to sneak in and like, you know, uh, just Bribe get her, her attention. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, it, it just feels good, yeah. you know, yeah. to to feel that. So. Asian Boss Girl is supported by First Republic Bank. A seamless banking experience is something we all want, but what does it really mean? At First Republic, it means you have access to your own personal banker, someone who knows your name and is there for you when you need them. So whether you're browsing their full suite of services or just have questions about your bank statement, you can reach out to your personal banker by phone or email and through their secure banking app. See what a difference an always-on, seamless banking experience can make for you. Visit firstrepublic.com today to learn more. That's firstrepublic.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. I'll be very honest and transparent here, and um, I'm going to ask a weird question. 
um, this has been on my mind after seeing like you know some of my friends go through motherhood and some of my guy friends too but um, was it weird seeing your wife breastfeeding and you know has your relationship with the boob changed <laughs> I also remember the scene from friends when Joey watched Rachel breastfeed and he was like whoa like it was like a reaction the first time is definitely weird it's weird <laughs> it's, it's 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 beautiful. I was fascinated. Weird. Yeah, I was, I was fascinated. Yeah. It was all those feelings. I yeah. was fascinated. Yeah. yeah, no, it's super fascinating. The boob is actually like a really interesting thing. Like, yeah, it 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 has a it has its, its own it has its own mind. It does. It, yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> and it it made me definitely feel like how useless my nipples were. Like, why are you even yeah, there? True. And look look how much yours can do. Um, and they can grow. They can shrink. They can, you know. They can decide when they want to or when they don't want to give provide milk. It was it's incredible. Oh, I thought you were still talking about your nipple. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> grow and shrink. Oh, her her oh, nipple. Nipple. Her powerful nipples. Yeah. <laughs> That's your daddy's superpower. <laughs> I, I also heard that the the breast can actually figure out what nutrients the baby's lacking and provide that. Like mm-hmm. it, it like balances the the chemicals in there or something. It's pretty interesting. Um, in terms of the relationship between <laughs> a guy in the boob after seeing your wife um, feed the baby with, with her boob, I think it depends on the guy. So I think there are guys who, um, once they see that, it's no longer a sexual object mm. to them. Mm. Um, and it can tamper with that. It's the same thing as like when a guy, I've heard of guys watching their baby, you know, uh, get born get born and they see the whole process and the you know all every just the messiness of it and they can no longer see you know um see it the same way mm-hmm. i think some guys are able to um separate the two mm-hmm. and kind of like compartmentalize their brains um because at, at the end of the day, it's it's when it's a it's a source of food for the child it does it can mess with the guy's mind mm-hmm. i'm for me personally i'm pretty good at compartmentalizing um there are moments probably when it does sort of blend a little bit like but for the most part i am i am still able to see as, as, <laughs> as see it as a sexual object yeah. well were you a boob guy or a, a butt guy i guess because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right? no that's relevant yeah, yeah i mean oh so are, are you asking the context if i were to have seen the butt or just like no, no, as a no, guy, no. are you attracted oh, to women? Are you more into boobs or are you more into ass? I, I like it all. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. Nice. Um, Did you become more one or the other after mm. the fact? Oh, are you curious? I think I think I I, I mean no not not much changed. Mm. I would say mm. it, it took some time for me to separate the feeding part Got it. with yeah. the breast. Mm. It took a little bit of time for me. Just mentally, I had to like re- go back and rewire things. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're when you don't think about that, I mean, you always know growing up as a adolescent, like, oh, a boob is a you know is a is for children. But then, but that's not the priority yeah, actually. Yeah. Right, the priority right. is a sexual thing mm-hmm. first, yeah. right? And then you see that, and then you're like, oh, that's what it's for. That's <laughs> what. So you gotta you got you're reaching back to teenage David. You gotta rewire. You're talking to bit. teenage David. I mean, I mean, what about you guys? Like. Um, I mean, for me, it was, yeah, so the first time was definitely weird, like at the hospital when, when you know, the first few days where you're like learning how to, you know, do the latch and all of that, certainly weird. And then, of course, there's so many complications that you had no idea about until it happens, right? Like the clogging and all of that. I mean, super painful. I mean, the whole process is just, 
not fun mm-hmm. to, yeah. to say the least i mean really for a lack of better words it's just not fun I mean, for the Jack, woman for, for the, the woman, woman. Yeah. for the woman and and jacqueline just had the worst time you know just you know just dealing with with clog you know ducks and, and all mm-hmm. that um and so yeah it was hard to I, I know you said some guys like can can separate it it's tough like for me it wasn't really the the act of breastfeeding per se it's just all the the equipment you know and like when you're like double pumping you're like attached to tubes and pumps and bags you know like like you know collecting it like an ivy drip and it's just like what this is a whole production and it's like you know when and when she's doing that whole like double pump it like that's not arousing to you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what's going on oh oh, okay yeah and it's like you know like 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 breaking bad where it's just you know like like, yeah it is yeah you're like literally making it's like you're 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 drawing fluids from a human yeah Yeah. it's crazy yeah and so that like seeing that for like months right it's just like i think i've unseen it now like because it's been a while but like for a while it was like yeah yeah the relationship definitely changes with the boob it's yeah. just like that that's no longer your you know your playing field fun yeah. bag or whatever yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's a a feed you know it's a it has a function and uh you know it's a tool yeah it's a tool yeah. did you assist her with like helping her with that or did you kind of stay away because for me i stayed away a little bit uh from it yeah so <laughs> so the way for the most part it was just her which breastfeeding, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but because it was most uh, a responsibility that mostly fell on her was a source of a lot of resentment. And so, you know, just her having to deal with that, because I I didn't realize this, women have to pump like so many, like just throughout the day. And so for me, it was the responsibility of like cleaning the equipment and like washing everything. But I mean, come on, you know, that's just so minor compared to Mm -hmm. what the, the mom is doing. And so for a while, it was like, yeah, it was, you know, for us in our partnership, it's very much like a, like an equal type of partnership where like literally, I'm not even joking, like, you know, cause women have to pump like in the middle of the night, they have yeah. to like get up yeah. and, and, and wake up like in the middle of the night and pump. And she would, you know, like jab me with her elbow and like, babe, we're breastfeeding, you know, like, like yeah. wake up. And she, so she would make me wake up. I'm watching her. Yeah. <laughs> And she like like it, it, you know it's like hey I'm going through this so you're going through yeah, this yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean and and so I would stay up and and be awake like not doing anything but oh, yeah. you know I just feel very thankful to my wife for not doing that <laughs> <laughs> wait so were you just like staring at like the milk come out or hey I, what are you talking about I've done that for you too <laughs> you don't sit up and just watch me well I you'll, would, you'll clean up I'll you'll do clean stuff I'll find yeah. stuff but the, there yeah. were times where I'm just like just kind of like. <laughs> waiting there and like and, and, and you're asking me hey is it coming out or like how much is like, yeah. like i'm like just looking yeah. at the bottle i did volunteer to like get up and be like whatever support you need i'm here <laughs> yeah but she also knows that i had to, i was running a startup yeah, so yeah. i need to be right. sharp yeah. you know like um so she's like you know you can just sleep for this and then just do the other stuff yeah the, the, early on i i felt a sense of guilt and responsibility yeah. responsibility that if she's getting up okay i'm in it with you i'll, I'll get up too and if you're if she's feeding then okay as soon as she's done feeding then i'm gonna burp i'm gonna put him back down like that was like our kind yeah. of um our tag team like situation um but now like yeah like when when i started seeing it as this is something that is needed for um him to survive for you to feel comfortable it just became like a part of like our like it almost became detached from her like this is a, a thing that we just have to deal with like its own 
like another pet or something. Yeah. Okay, we have to keep her supply up, so we got to keep it pumping. We got to bring the pump around with us wherever we go. We got to help him latch. We got to help him all this stuff, and it, it definitely just became a physical challenge. Like I didn't even I didn't even see her boob as whatever way that we used to see it, and and still oh, I don't even really. It's not it's not like really. I, I, I still don't see it that way, right? I'm yeah. still pumping. Yes. Yeah. Um, and also part of it too, like I, th- I think not a lot of people talk about is that I don't even think she wants to be seen that way. Like there's like yeah. over, over, what is it called? Over, overstimulation. Overstimulation. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I don't feel want, like I want to, you know, <laughs> yeah, even like yeah. when I get hugger too tight, it's like, oh, it's like sensitive yeah. or it's tough. So I like try to give her that space. So there's definitely no room for me to view um, that in any kind of you know amusing way yeah. at all i yeah i think the and there's so i mean sure i'm sure you guys as well there's just so many stories that come with breastfeeding because it's such a huge part of your lives for like so long you know where it's just like it's not just um it, <laughs> you know right now we're just thinking of it sort of abstractly it's like oh you know it, it's like a you know it's a it's a food factory type of thing but like the day to day, right? I mean, I could just recall so many stories where like, you know, oh, the the pump like falls off or like, you know, like I just, I have like images where it's like, like I had no idea, like my whole life, like as a kid or whatever, you know, I just thought it like the milk comes out just free from the nipple, like just from the tip of the nipple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It does. There's like multiple holes. Like like, you imagine like a water balloon and it having like a bunch of holes in it. 10 little pinpricks in it yeah. and then milk just comes out of all, like yeah. all the holes it, yeah it's crazy like yeah. we've had accidents i mean we when that happened i was like wow yeah the boob it's amazing it's officially no, the, it, the, it's over like what, i mean it's not over it's like a different mm, thing for different me. yeah i think just the the mere fact of just the act of breastfeeding is something that most people don't fully understand they're just like oh yeah the the, the um the baby sucks on it but like mm. the process that comes with keeping supply up um, with making sure that they are latching with um, uh, you know storing uh, and reasons for storing like it's and what to eat like it's it's something that I never knew that I think even you like we were both being educated on as it was coming but I thought the haka was the coolest thing when it's just like it's just like as as um, one breast is being like you know sucked from or nursed or when you're used yeah. The other one is just out there and like, yeah, you need to put something on top of that because it's just spraying. Right. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, when one let one side has a letdown, the other side has a letdown as well. Yeah. So if you want to capture more milk yeah. instead of absorbing into a cloth, then you put yeah. a, a haka on there, which is a natural suction. So do you view your wife differently now? My my appreci- Do you view me differently now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do view you completely differently. Um my level of respect, admiration, um love is at a level that I did, could not even perceive before, um, you know, this entire pregnancy. Uh, the pregnancy, it's, the pregnancy itself, and what you had to go through with that was already just like, oh man, women are amazing. And then seeing you as a mother, um, seeing you be the star of this team, uh, has definitely changed just our relationship in many wonderful ways. I know. Again, we started off by saying, oh yeah, you, you, you're the second fiddle, blah blah blah, but. At the same time, I, I I love seeing you as a mom. I love seeing you succeed as a mom and overcome a lot of the trials and tribulations of it. Um, and I know that we still find our moments. We'll figure out little dates. And I, I know that the people that we were are still in there. And now it's just being, um, you know, enhanced by these other experiences. And, you know, we'll, we'll have our time, you know, to come back together for those 
other things that we are missing right now. But right now, it's you're the, it's it's a, it's it's great to to have a teammate to like you to go through this with. Likewise. Top that, guys. That was very sweet. <laughs> you're up. That was very sweet. You're up. They're all they're all listening. So. Every everything Phil said is absolutely true. <laughs> um, you know, we no one would be here without mothers, uh, literally. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely see my wife differently, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's really everything Phil said. I I, I respect her a lot more um, as a mother, uh, as a wife, um, and uh, it just makes me feel like. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> um, no, but but she's she's amazing. Um, and uh, yeah. what what is her superpower from your perspective? Man, um, I think my wife was made to be a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think that's her superpower. She's an amazing mother, um, and she's an amazing wife as well. Uh, and she's able to do a lot of things. Um, I, I know it it tires her out, and she's burnt out all the time. She kind of does it to herself. I mean, this is a conversation we always have. Like, I, I no, know like she doesn't about. ask for help. I like, know what you're I'm like, about. please ask me for help. Um, or, or you're taking on a lot of things you're that you don't need to. Taking on way too much that you don't to, have to. And then it yeah. becomes a problem. And then it becomes an <laughs> argument or whatever, right? Or you guys, there's a reason why but, all your kids are amazing right now. Okay? Okay. <laughs> no, exactly. All the work that gets. I know, I know, and, and it's like yeah. it's like I want to be helpful, even more helpful than I am, but. You know, sometimes like it's the communication could, I guess, be a little bit better in terms of asking for help. You know, mm-hmm. um, doesn't have to be just one person doing everything. Like, you can ask for help. Um, so I think that's something that that we go through. But um, yeah, the fact that she can do it without asking is is just mind boggling and, and amazing. Um, but you know, uh, yeah, I think she's great. So. Uh-huh. Uh- Everything David said was... Uh, <laughs> uh, That's why no. you got to go first. <laughs> the short answer is yes, absolutely. I think, you know, I, I see my wife, Jacqueline, now as uh, just completely in a new light. I mean, she is a force. I mean, she's just, you know, beyond powerful, like, that. you know, that I, that I ever imagined. I mean, she could, you know, she has seemingly... I know she's... I, I know this isn't right. I know she's super tired. I'm sure it's she's drained but seemingly inexhaustible right i mean she has a full-time job she's almost never sleeping and yet does everything you can imagine for for molly i mean just molly could not be better or more loved honestly and so i think her superpower is you know just being able to do it all i know people say that you can't you know, especially women can't, you know, the, the career, family, baby, all of that. I mean, somehow my wife is really doing it all. Um, and I think that's her superpower. Just, you know, I mean, she cooks every single meal, like from scratch. Wow. Like, yeah. I'm curious, do you guys have help? Uh, we do, yeah. You do? Well, not from family. Um, yeah. We will have a babysitter once in a while. Yeah. But my wife still does like all the main stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like all the cooking, all the meals yeah just like she's amazing prep. yeah it's just she's amazing it's crazy i feel like superpower wise too like there's also like superhuman strength i feel like yeah if, like when we're carrying our kids if i i'm getting tired sometimes I'm, my arms are like sometimes oh man and i'm like wait you're smaller than me how are like your, and, your arms get tired and, faster than my arms <laughs> but you know what as the baby grows your arm gets stronger oh yeah stronger. yeah because like, it's, it's gradually yeah. yeah like you don't even realize yeah. it but i'm just like sometimes i'm just like oh like I'm getting tired, yeah. but you're doing the same thing. So, wow, you're, you're pretty strong. <laughs> Superhuman strength. 
What is the best advice that you've received from another parent or loved one? And what is a piece of advice that you would give to any new dads out there that are listening in right now? I think the advice, what you what you said that you heard from hundreds of dads and people is just like, yeah, just enjoy as much as you can. Don't cap yeah, Don't miss it. I don't know if that's really necessarily like applicable advice in terms of like day to day how to be a better father, but that's just more just life advice. Um, everyone, I think I think the most useful stuff I hear is just, hey, man, it gets better. Like, you know, there's there's nothing you can really tell someone yeah. in this stage that I'm in right now to like make it any better. It's just, it is just rough. This mm-hmm. this period, newborn phase, whatever, is just a really, really tough time. So you just got to encourage them and and just say, hey, just push through. It will get better. You will, you, you will see like better days. Actually, to jump yeah. off that real quick, I remember when we had our newborn and he was not sleeping Someone had said, oh, don't worry, he, he'll get better at three months. I remember that was not good advice because three months out seems so yeah, freaking don't long. Yeah, don't tell someone one. at four in the morning, like, don't worry, just do two more months of this. Yeah. And, like, wait, what? and then you get to three months and it's still happening. You're like, wait, that motherfucker lied to me. Yeah, <laughs> so I would say don't give that piece of advice because it's actually not helpful. <laughs> that wasn't me, was it? <laughs> um, Might have been me. Um, I want to emphasize to, to like the dads out there, um, to be a good dad. I, I think there, there are way too many dads who are not there for their kids. Mm-hmm. I think there's way, way too many dads who are just kind of perpetuating what happened with their parents mm-hmm. um, and, and leaving this next generation in the same sort of situation. Um, nowadays, there's like I said before uh, earlier today, um, there's so much research out there on how important it is for parents to be involved with their children. And so um, if we want the next generation to be better than, than our generation, I think we have to be really involved. It's hard. Everything's hard. Everything in life is hard, right? Mm-hmm. What women are going through is really difficult. But as a man, like I, I, I challenge all the men out there, you can do more. Like mm-hmm. we, we totally can. Like mm-hmm. even, I mean, I would say that the three of us here were pretty good dads um, <laughs> in comparison to, you know, some of the other situations that we, we see, but the ones that aren't really making an effort, like, what are you doing? Like, w- like stop, <laughs> stop being that way. Yeah. Like, like, be, like the hardest thing you can do is be a good dad. Yeah. It's, it's, it's easy to go get a job and like work at a job and just not pay attention to how you can be a better dad. I, I think like we, we all need to do that. So I just want to emphasize that. Yeah. I think um, for me, it would be, you know, you hear this all the time. They grow up so fast and it, and it's similar to what you guys were saying about the the whole you know advice that you hear when they're newborns it's true and and you know every time you hear it so often and it you know it doesn't really have that punch or like the weight or significance because you don't know it yet and now that i'm sort of where i am now and you know still you know she's not even two yet but i can't believe she's here where 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 she is like i can't believe that you know i can't believe that we you know just a couple weeks ago uh, actually, maybe like a month or two ago, we had to throw away um, all her bottles. She's like off the bottle now. And so, you know, I remember, you know, my wife, she's at a point where um, she understands like the significance of like all her actions and what she does. And so when my wife said, okay, Molly, it's, you know, we have to throw away all, you know, um, throw away all your bottles. She, you know, she made her do it. So she knows what's mm-hmm. happening. And Molly was like crying, crying, but you know, she's like, 
I think she kind of understood mm. what was happening. And so she started throwing them all away. And then that, and then the last one, she couldn't do it. She was like, wow, she started crying and she didn't want to let go of that last bottle because, you know, it's like a source of comfort and it's like, you know, that association. It's a new phase. Yeah. And she just didn't, she was like clutching the bottle super tight and like bawling. She's like, mommy, like, you know, don't make me throw out this bottle. Just seeing these stages where like already moving on, already looking at like preschools now, it's like, where did it go? Like, mm. you know, when, you know, when I was where you guys are now, it's like, I, I literally almost don't remember that um, anymore. Same. Yeah. And so, you know, when people say it goes so fast, like be present, as you guys said, be present, be in the moment. It's so true. Like I would just say to all the other new dads, like wherever you think there are shortcuts, it's like, oh, I don't have to be there for this or you know oh i could get away with doing that it's like don't take the shortcuts you know mm-hmm. like because you know one i mean you just may never know when it could be the last bedtime story you read true mm-hmm. like it can yeah. it, it literally this could be the last time you do something in your life like for this baby yeah. and so just be there you know one like sort of silly anecdote but you know i, I remember like you know the whole i don't know how you guys are with screen time but we my, my wife and i we like caved sort of early because it's just like so hard. It's so difficult. Sometimes you just need mm. sleep or your own time or like a distraction. So you give, you know, you throw on Coco Melon or, you know, you throw <laughs> like some video for her to watch. <laughs> and like, it, it was a nice shortcut. It gives you that, that momentary freedom, but you're missing out on like a moment of connection or you're missing out on a moment, you know, like being present for your kid. And, you know, I just, there's so many times where it's like, oh, you could get away with that. Like, no, your actions carry so much more weight than you know. Mm-hmm. And like the way you are and, and act and, and talk and behave, like I really think it profoundly shapes the foundation of like who she is and, and will become. Like mm-hmm. their, their confidence, their personality, their strength, all of that. And so, yeah, like everything you do will sort of reverberate forever you know has lasting impact i just remember something that really resonated with me that someone i saw um they said people might say they're ready to have a kid but they're not ready to be parents Mm -hmm. and i think like when i heard that i'm like oh like that's so true i think especially with society so my advice actually to 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 send out are to actually the the dads that are considering like or like the people that are considering having kids like really have that conversation with hey sure you want to have a kid Maybe you're you're thinking about like your your relationship and your timing and your age, and society's giving you pressure. But like, are you ready to be a parent? Because yeah, kids are fun. Taking pictures, you see it like on social media. Like, oh, you want to have that life? But it's like the the lifestyle of parenthood is so different. And I think actually with men specifically, because they they might lack a certain level of connection to the kid early on. Make sure that you feel confident in what you've already done in your life so far, whether it's socially, um, professionally, because when your life has to change and pause for a little bit, you have to be confident that you have done enough, that you can take this break to give it all to your kid. And I actually think that not a lot of guys really think about that and think, think about what, what they've achieved or what or if they're ready to like let that go mm-hmm. um and that might become a sore spot in the, within themselves it becomes a seed that kind of grows so you have to be really ready um to, to to have that shift and think about um if you if you want to if you want to do that also this is this is kind of this should be like no duh but you have to really like your wife like really love them and when I, the reason why i say like like is because it goes beyond like love in some in some sense like this is just like a teammate a partner 
you're doing a group project together and there's so many problems that you just have to solve together that you just have to like, I, I can just imagine that if you didn't have the enough amount of like emotional connection to your wife, that it could, it could cause a lot of fissures for big, big problems. And I think like, I, I, I can just imagine that like, man, people who weren't ready to even get married having kids, oh my gosh, like you're just adding hmm. this like, you know, a recipe for like, you know, disaster right so <laughs> if you're gonna have a kid make sure you and your wife are, are good first like you can't act, a kid's not going to save your relationship that's a whole other podcast mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well yeah. those are all amazing pieces of advice we know you all love your kids very much but i'm now going to give you a scenario uh where you have to choose one of three options without the kid right so this okay. is like a dream little vacation okay. if you could only choose one would you choose three hours at a sports bar with the boys Option two, a steak dinner with your wife. Or option three, a night just to yourself at a Korean spa. Which of those three is the most enticing to you new fathers? I think it depends on the week for me. Ooh, Um, good answer. Okay. I would say this week, probably a steak dinner with my wife. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Chris? Definitely does depend on on the the week and the day. Um, But... I think uh, a night out with the boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, why can't I have a night out with the boys with my wife there? Yeah. Can well, I do that? Is that an option? Don't, don't fight the hypo, cheat. Phil. At the Korean spot. This is about, this is about <laughs> one of those three isolated situations. I want to drink with Helen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he really does oh, want to That's the me. best. Yeah. yeah, yeah wine yeah. over Okay, over sure. Okay, dinner. then I think this week I would, I would like to... Let's go get some steak. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Is it because she's sitting right next to you? <laughs> no, guys. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. me too. Stat- but next week, but next week guys, next week. Yeah. <laughs> Keep me up. All right. And for the last question, for all the last minute shoppers out there, what is the best Father's Day gift you received or do you want? Don't answer this. Helen, put this question in there because she has no ideas <laughs> what to get so me. So she's trying ideas. to mine for gifts right now. Don't I, answer. I did write this outline. Please let me know. How many how many Father's Days have you had now? This is the second. This will be the second. second one. This will be first. First. Oh. Wait. Oh. First. Is- no, it's no. every June. This is, this is my second. Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is my second. I remember what I got last year. It, it was something that uh, she needed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, it was it was some like household. I don't know. It might have been uh, like a vacuum or something. But <laughs> you know what? Yeah. But so, I mean, you know, I'll, it's I'll it's handy, that. so yeah. you know, I don't mind. It, I, I think what have... I got was something that was, yeah, it was like a Dyson. Like, for it, was for the, it was for the family. Like, yeah. I was See, like, you know what? Let's just buy this big thing, and then let's just yep. call it a Father's Day gift. Yep. See, I think that's what we did. That's why fathers are so great. We're willing to do that. If you if you did that for the mother and said, "Hey, here's an appliance that we need anyways," <laughs> imagine if you gave a vacuum to Jackie. No, no way. No, 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 no way. Has to be completely handbag. no perp, no like functional purpose. Chanel. Yeah, Chanel. Yep. Don't don't say Chanel. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so what you don't remember? I don't remember what it was, but I think it was like some big like okay. appliance type of thing. I I can I definitely understand why like the marketing of of a lot of Father's Day stuff is what it is now. Like yeah, I could use some tools. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I could use yeah, I could use a to new, fix the thing that new, the baby broke. Right, right. <laughs> to broke. do like household yeah. things that you need me to do anyways. Yeah, yeah. I could use a new drill. No, hundred percent. I mean, I this year I asked for uh, two either you know one of two things. One is like a hedge trimmer. You are a dad. That is that <laughs> is what trimmer. Yeah. Okay. dad gift right there. And, and the second thing was a, a, a meat grinder. 
<laughs> like, like an, it, it's like an attachment to you know a KitchenAid, you know those mixers mm-hmm. where like you get attached this device and and it grinds meat. Like you you put some, you can make your own ground beef or chicken meatballs. Or like, you, you can make meatballs. Yeah. So you put some like you know that is some, such a dad. I need a power tool and a, and something to make meat. meat. Grind. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you three so much for being on our podcast today. Thanks Actually, for just having us. hearing all of the conversation that was had here, I personally don't feel like I've heard this type of talk between dads in such a transparent and vulnerable way, like ever. I don't know. Have you, ladies? No. First I don't time. Think so. Yeah. So appreciate it. Thanks for your vulnerability. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being open and happy Father's Day. Happy early Father's Day to the three of you. So weird. I mean, we all knew you guys before you became fathers. So crazy times, y'all. Crazy times. And happy Father's Day to all the dads out there as well. Thank you so much for giving us the space to do to talk about this stuff. Um, I'm glad I got to hear from you guys also. Yeah, like I think it wouldn't be like a typical thing for us to be like, hey, let's sit together. Just us three. I mean, to Davis' point, yeah. I yeah. mean, this is pretty rare. And, 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 I don't know, pretty therapeutic. Yeah, I would say so, too. So, same time next week, guys, right? Same, right? Same, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. If you don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with your friends. You can also support us through monthly donations at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl slash support, or get some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. If you resonated with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. And if you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube, where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called Dear ABG, and much more. Our handle on both platforms is at Asian Boss Girl. If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, check out our link tree and our link in bio on our Instagram and click on shout outs. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all of her magic on our episodes, including this one. And with that, we will catch you all in the next episode. Bye! Bye.